0: Stir from my slumber, I'm the Eternal Dragon, now make your first wish, your wish has been granted, here is your host, Tim Bridgewater. What is up everybody, welcome to episode 98 of Rock the Dragon, a Dragon Ball Super Podcast, of course I'm your host, Tim Bridgewater. Alright, so maybe we're kinda, maybe, sort of, catching up <laughs> at this point somewhat maybe possibly I don't know it's been a very weird uh, and long past couple of weeks for me I mean you guys know that I was sick for an entire week and then I also went to Los Angeles for almost a week and then I came back and have been spending every waking moment (laughs) no joke every waking moment uh trying to finish this big sort of surprise thing that I've been teasing on the podcast for episode 100 okay episode 100 is obviously coming very soon uh actually I'm pretty sure we're getting a week off this week so I don't think it's coming this week I think it's coming next week (laughs) which is actually probably for the best because I'm still putting the finishing touches on this thing that I've been teasing but it is on track to be released on time but in order to do that I had to sacrifice recording the podcast which is kind of counterproductive because I'm doing it for the podcast but Hey, I know I got the best listeners and you guys are always super chill. You always understand. No one ever complains. People always get it. You know, I have a life, especially when I'm spending a lot of that time making something else for y'all. So uh, thanks for being super patient about it. I know I'm a little bit behind once again, but we'll be caught up and ready to go by the time episode 100 kicks in. Uh, of course, if you have not had a chance, please head over to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash rock the dragon podcast. Now would be the perfect time to like that page. I will tell you this. I've been very secretive about this thing that I've been working on, but you, you will have want to, uh, have liked the Facebook page as well as, um, following the YouTube channel. Okay. That thing is about to get a big boost. Hopefully. (laughs) Hopefully. OK, but anyway, if you have not had a chance to like that page or subscribe to the YouTube channel, please take a quick second out of your day to do that, because I can really use the support, um, especially regarding this thing that I've been working on, because it's 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 kind of in some ways one of the biggest things I've ever done. And it's all really for y'all. OK, so um, hopefully you enjoy it and in the meantime, though, just go and like that page and, and, and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Once again, I do not have a, a unique URL for the YouTube channel. There's no youtube.com slash rock the dragon podcast because that channel does not have enough subscribers in order for me to, to, to solidify that. So for now, you just kinda have to Google Rock the Dragon podcast and you'll find it there. Now that YouTube channel hasn't been updated in a while because, well, it's hard enough keeping up with the podcast, (laughs) so it's even more difficult to make videos on that damn thing every week. Uh, But now will be a good time for you to do it. And that's all I could say about that. Uh, So, yeah, thanks for being super patient. Just a little bit about my trip. I mean, I did go to L.A. Uh, It wasn't wasn't work related. Just me and my girlfriend went. It was originally it was going to be work related. But then that kind of fell through. But I still wanted to go. Because I just love LA. I mean, uh, I lived there for a couple months uh, and I just kind of wanted to go and, and, you know, I decided to bring my girlfriend with me. So we went out there and it was kind of rainy. The first few days, which sucked, you know, I mean, it (laughs) kind of put a damper on things, wink, wink, uh, in more ways than one, just because we weren't expecting that. And I wasn't expecting that. And it kind of threw The plans off a little bit, but we managed to recover. We did get at least a day and a half of sunny weather. So then we just went out and did everything that we could do (laughs) outside because it wasn't raining anymore. So uh, other than that, it was kind of just trying to break to get away. Now, a part of that trip was supposed to be uh, completing another segment of said secretive episode 100 project. (laughs) But the rain messed that up. So then when I got back home, I had to find a, which I live in Louisiana, by the way, and it rains every damn day here. So that was not <laughs> that was not any much better, but I managed to pull it off. I managed to get the work done. And I when I say I've been working every single day for the past week on this thing, I'm not kidding. I probably put over 70 hours into it. <laughs> OK, so be ready. It's on track to be released. You know, I don't know exactly how I'm going to go about releasing it yet. I don't know if it'll be the same day as the podcast. I'm not sure, but it's coming. Um, but in the meantime, enough about that. OK, I need to catch up on. <laughs> we need to do some catching up here on, on Dragon Ball Super. All right. Uh, so as always, if you have any questions, comments, concerns about anything, uh, we do have an email segment here. It's called What Are You Saying? So send me an email at rockthedragonpodcast@gmail.com. at gmail.com. If you have something you want to say with that being said I you know since I've been a little bit delayed I got a few emails here I want to catch up on sometimes I save the emails to after the episode talk it just kind of depends on what the the subject of the emails are as well as how deeply into the episode the emails go right if it go if it goes really deep then I'll just wait until after the episode to talk about it but these kind of touch upon it in, in some ways that are kind of light. So I, you know, I'll just read these first. But before I do that, I actually want to send a shout out to Tim. Uh, I know that sounds weird. No, my ego is not that big. I'm not talking about myself. I got a new listener on Facebook that contacted me a few days ago named Tim. He said uh, he wrote a post. that says, hey, Tim, I'm a bit late to the party, but catching up pretty quick. Thirty episodes in three days. I love your honest opinion about Dragon Ball Super and your non-scripted discussion-like format. Thanks for everything you put into the show. Five stars, man. That's crazy, dude. First of all, awesome name. Okay. <laughs> Second of all, um, you 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 watch thirty episodes of Dragon Ball Super in three days, or you listen to thirty episodes of the podcast? I'm assuming you meant the podcast, right? If you listen to thirty episodes of this podcast in three days, dude, you've got to be sick of my voice right now. But I'm going to say thanks anyway (laughs) for doing it. Uh, And I appreciate that five stars. Now, that five stars, if you want that to have the impact that I'm sure you would like it to have, please take a second and head over to iTunes and leave that review there. And you can also leave a five star rating on iTunes and that'll be that'll go a long way in just kind of helping more people discover the podcast, man. So I appreciate you. Welcome aboard. It's nice to have another Tim out there. It's definitely weird to say that, but I appreciate you, man. (laughs) Okay. Um, All right. Now let's go back to this email segment. Okay. so I got an email here and man, this this is about two weeks late. So I'm sorry, Jesus, but uh, (laughs) good to hear from you, man. Uh, Jesus writes DBS episode ninety eight. Hey, Tim. Great podcast as always. Hope you're feeling better. Can't wait to hear your thoughts on episode 100. We're almost there. Just a few things I want to get your opinion on. First, how each episode will probably be one minute long. Well, no episode. Okay. First of all, let me pause there for a second. I just want to clarify what that means to people listening because they may not understand what that what that means. Um, not that the episodes themselves will be one minute long. You know, they're 22 minutes. Right. Right. But that only a minute would pass in on the show right in real time, because now each episode is a couple minutes or so of the tournament of the remaining time period of the tournament of power. So what Jesus is saying here is that not not every episode will be one minute of the tournament of power necessarily. Some will be more than that. Okay, back to the email. How each episode will probably be one minute, one minute long. well will know some episodes will be three to two minutes long. And Toei Animation has done a great job making sure it's not like a freezer arc where the planet blows up in five minutes and takes 20 episodes. Second, it's about how Goku deals with fights in groups. Like how in this episode he helped out Vegeta but at the same time didn't because he was fighting his own opponents and helping Vegeta eliminate them. So you can see how his sand pride won't let him work side by side facing one opponent um whereas here he's helping his team members by taking on two or more at once thank you and keep it up this arc is one of the best not to say it has its own fair share of problems but the arc is so good you tend to forget them thanks again talk to you soon Hey Zeus, i appreciate you uh clarifying that so basically you're saying that uh and i I never meant to make it sound like that that was for sure right because i obviously don't know but um you know each episode will only take up you know About a minute or so or a couple minutes worth of time from, you know, the actual real time battle of the tournament of power. So you're saying that it'll be more than that. And plus, in addition to that, uh, something we can look forward to here is about how Goku deals with the fights in groups and stuff like. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm looking forward to seeing all that. And I think we saw some pretty good examples of that in this episode. You know, because I one of my biggest concerns well maybe concern is a strong word to use. <laughs> but some of the shit that I was thinking about been going into the tournament of power is if this is just going to be a bunch of fighting, how are we going to get story? Right. There's this. There's, there's definitely an overarching story. All, the overarching story is we are we are fighting. So our universe won't be eliminated. OK, that's the threat. The elimination Having any you know the entire universe obliterated is threat but for an arc that goes on for so long you almost have to kind of have these miniature stories you can't just have every episode just be people fighting so what they're doing here they're doing interesting things is creating these miniature stories where they have to figure out the best way to get themselves out of a situation within that fight the best way to eliminate someone based on whatever their powers are their abilities are so That's actually really cool. And and we got some pretty good examples of that. This episode, Uh, I appreciate the email. Hey, Zeus, the next email here is from Andrew. Andrew writes, Hey, Tim, loving the pod. As always, here are some things you might want to discuss or theorize. Uh, Who do you think will be eliminated first from Universe 7? Who do you think will win the tournament of power? Who will be the final four of Universe 7? Who will be the final four of the Tournament of Power? Do you think Frieza turns his back on Universe 7? Just some things you can talk about on the next couple of pods, but don't wait too long, LOL. Having a blast listening and watching, as always. Uh, Continue the great work. Andrew, always good to hear from you, man. Uh, Okay, so let's see. Okay, so, well, your, your first question is, who do you think will be eliminated first from Universe 7? Well, unfortunately... I'm so late in recording this podcast (laughs) that I've already watched episode 99, right? And I'm sure everyone else has, too. So we already know that Krillin is the first person to get eliminated. So I can't really theorize on that now because, well, we already know who gets eliminated. Uh, I I don't think I would have assumed that it would have been Krillin. I mean, we'll talk more about this in episode 99 of the podcast. But I don't think I don't think I would have said Krillin. I don't honestly don't know what I would have said. I think I maybe would have assumed maybe uh, I don't know uh, one of the androids for some reason like maybe Android 18. I, I, I don't know. I just I think I would have I would have expected to for Krillin to be around a lot longer because Krillin's just he's part he's a he's he is a part of the heart of the show. I wouldn't I don't I wouldn't have thought that he would have been like the first person, but whatever. Uh, now we know that he is okay. Who do I think will win the tournament of power? Well, I mean, universe (laughs) seven. I don't you know, I mean, it's totally possible that they won't win. But then the winning universe will use the Super Dragon Balls to wish universe seven back. But we know that universe seven is going to continue to exist because we've seen it right. The end of Dragon Ball Z takes place after all of this stuff. So we know the universe seven, if they get eliminated and obliterated, they don't stay that way. So either they win the tournament of power or they don't win and they get brought back somehow. Right. But for now, I'll just say universe seven, because I mean, they're the heroes, right there. Those are the characters that we care about. So I don't see why they wouldn't be the winners. Um, Who will be the final four of universe seven? Now, when you say final four, the final four, huh? Well, maybe there won't be a final four. I don't know. There could be a final three. There could be a final, you know what I mean? Because what if what if they get down to five people and two people get eliminated at the same time? Then we have a final three instead of four. Right. So I'm not sure what you're what you're saying. I mean, who do I think the longest survivors will be? Well, your obvious choices, right? Goku, (laughs) Vegeta, Um, Frieza, probably would be up there and if i had to guess one more i'd probably say gohan because i mean those are the four strongest people on the team i mean as far as we know right obviously android 17 has come a long way (laughs) and and it's still kind of hard to tell exactly how strong he is and piccolo's there i mean he could you know he could surprise us and do something pretty substantial too but it's kind of hard to tell right now just because you never know what's going to happen right the interesting thing about the tournament of power is that it's not just strength right i mean they they call it the tournament of power but it's not just about that it's also about being smart and someone can just sneak up on you and knock you out the ring (laughs) which is pretty much what happened to krillin (laughs) you know so like that has nothing to do with strength that's all about knowing when to attack somebody when their guard is down so it could go it could go either way you know i mean i think it's pretty safe to say goku is going to be into this thing and going to be in this thing to the very end though because he's goku right but it'd be kind of cool to maybe i don't know play with that somehow switch it up and and just kind of try something new who knows um who let's see do i think frieza turns his back on universe seven i definitely think there will be something like that i don't know if he'll turn his back on universe seven but we know frieza is going to do something dirty i mean he he has to right he's got to do something dirty at some point and plus he already has this little secret alliance with frost Right. They made like a little pact. So, yeah, absolutely. He's going to do something. I don't think he's going to turn his back on universe seven. Like because at this point, that wouldn't even benefit him. He's on that team. If he does not help that team win, he gets destroyed. Bottom line. So there would be no reason for him to turn his back. But I don't think he'll play fair. No. And not to mention (laughs) the universe that he was cohorting with universe nine. Right they get their asses wiped out in this episode. <laughs> so I guess it's a good thing that he wasn't on their team. Right. Remember when he was trying to join universe nine? Unless, unless I'm unless I'm not remembering right, which sometimes that happens. But I'm pretty sure it was universe nine. Wasn't it like the same universe that gets wiped out in this episode? Um. So, yeah, I, I don't think it would have even would even benefit him to to betray universe seven at this point, because what would he stand to gain from that? He's on that team. It's official. Now, if they lose, he gets destroyed too. So I don't think he'll turn his back on universe seven, but is he going to pull some underhanded shit in some way at some point? Absolutely. Okay. Andrew, I appreciate that email, man. That's really good email. Thought provoking. (laughs) It's a good way to get back into the mix after being sick and being out of town and being, Oh man, it's just been a weird three weeks. Anyway. Okay. Final email here is from author author. Always good to hear from you, man. Author's subject in the email says shit just got serious. What's up, Tim? The tournament is heating up. The trio of danger showed up for the fight. Unlike their teammates, they seem to truly know how serious it is. They did their best, but got wiped out immediately. Interestingly, that the universe is full of beast men and women. Frieza is enjoying torturing everyone and Beerus is hating that no one is taking this seriously until they see the end game. By the way, when did the Z fighters learn this barrier technique against the poison attacks? Why didn't they show that episode? I've got a question for you concerning an alternate fighter for Frieza. Could they have recruited future Trunks? He's technically still in the universe, right? Can't wait for episode 100. Keep up the good work. Arthur. Arthur, good to hear from you, man, as always. Uh, let's see. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Okay. So we'll, obviously I'll talk more about everything that happened in this episode in a minute when we get to the episode talk, but yeah, the trio of danger showed up ready, man. They were actually pretty impressive. This episode, you know, it they did a really good job of showing why they have that name <laughs> because individually they weren't all that. I mean, they were pretty formidable, but it's really when they come together that they can do some pretty impressive stuff. So we'll talk more about that in a second. Um, let's see okay so when did the z fighters learn this berry okay so yeah there's a moment there where um and maybe i should have talked about this after the episode whatever it's too late <laughs> okay uh so yeah goku there's a moment where which one is it basil no it's, it's lavender right lavender is the one with the poison uh yeah because back in the, the destroyer turn not the destroyer tournament the zeno expo He Lavender fought Gohan and he poisoned him, right? So I thought a very cool thing that they did here, storyline wise, and a very good writing choice was to not forget about that. They have to remind us like that's a thing that exists. That is a threat that they had to face before, but they didn't forget about it. They actually did work on a technique that will help them, because if you're not going to use what you learned from your previous fights with these people, then what was the point? Right. So it's a good thing from a writing standpoint to show that they actually retained what they learned from those previous fights and managed to make it work here. Now, what you say now, the question is that when in the hell did they have time to do that? Well, yeah, I'm with you. They didn't show it. They never even talked about it. I guess we can assume I guess we can assume that we didn't see everything that happened in those two or three hours or whatever that they had left before the tournament started. Uh, So I guess we just kind of have to accept that at some point, Goku and Gohan, while they were sparring or training, they had a moment and they decided to talk about it and, you know, figure it out. Because, I mean, from a writing standpoint, maybe they were just trying to not uh, lose the element of surprise, because had they showed them working on that technique, then when it happened, it would have been less impactful during the fight. Right. So I don't know. Maybe it has something to do with that. Uh, And not only that, you know, because Goku says, yeah, Gohan and I developed this technique to and then Vegeta uses it, too. (laughs) If you notice, once Vegeta gets into that fight with them, he also develops the poison barrier. So, okay, so they had time to show him also. So, yeah, it's definitely a little weird. And also, your last question here is, oh, and this man, this is a this is an interesting question. Interesting question for sure. Could they have recruited Future Trunks instead of Frieza? And I don't know how I didn't think about that. <laughs> or, or maybe I did. Like, I don't, I don't know. Like, it's, you know, where I've done over 100 episodes of this podcast so far. So, like, I can't remember everything that I've said. Or I, I feel like maybe I would have thought about that. And maybe there's a way to explain it away. Um, my memory on exactly what happened with future trunks when he left is really fuzzy. I mean, that was probably about 30 episodes ago, but from what I recall, future trunks went back home. Okay. Oh, it's really convoluted. (laughs) Uh, alternate, alternate timeline, future grand Zeno destroyed future trunks timeline. Because Zamasu took it over, manipulated it, embedded himself in every part of that timeline, right? The universe. It was just fucked up. So Zeno just wiped it out. But what they did was is they sent Future Trunks back to that timeline. But before all of that happened, right? Before Zamasu ever even showed up. And the deal was, was that Whis was going to convince the Beerus of that timeline to destroy Zamasu before any of that stuff happens. Right? So we've got future trunks going back to this weird future past of which there will be there would already be a future trunks there and a my. I think they said that. So they're going back to a timeline where there's gonna be two future trunks <laughs> and two mys, right? Which gosh, that even I think that helps your point even more. So they could have went and got both trunks to fight in this thing and like left Tian out. <laughs> TN and Frieza and could have had two future trunks. Right. Uh, but I, I, you know, it's a very good question. I mean, I think maybe part of the reason is that for for me, I feel like them bringing him back into this situation right now probably would have just call, brought up more questions, you know, because then you'd have to say, well, okay, but he, if he's in his time in the future in his, that future still exists then that means that universe 7 wasn't wiped out in the past but then that's also an alternate time you see what i'm saying it's just like a lot of convoluted shit and then and then not only that um i don't remember maybe there's a reason why they couldn't go get him right like they can't time travel beerus put an end to that didn't he like he destroyed the time machines he uh I think all the time, you know, then you'd create another time ring. What you don't want to do. I think I want to say there was a conversation where Beerus said no more time travel. And he just, you know, he just kind of put an end to that because he was never happy about that. Remember, like he didn't like the idea of them manipulating time. So he probably would have been against it had they even suggested it. He would have been like, no, you're not manipulating time to go get trunks to fight. You know, that's against the rules. And maybe it might actually be against the rules of the Terminal Power. We don't know. We don't know everything that's in that book, right? Grand Minister could have very well said, no, sorry, you can't travel through time and go get someone from the future to come back. Because then that opens up everybody else doing it. And What's to stop every other fighter from going to the future of their timelines and finding some super strong fighter who isn't even born yet to come back and fight? And not only but, but and then there's this. Their universe may not even have a future because they may be destroyed right here, right now, in a terminal power. Right. So for that reason alone, there's no reason to even go into the future because you don't even know if you'll have one. (laughs) So I think just sort of a combination of all that stuff, they probably just said it's easier to just not even mention trunks, future trunks for any of this stuff because I think it just brings up too many questions and if you remember 30 episodes ago when I was talking about this stuff that time that time travel shit never turns out well it's always super confusing it's always really convoluted and like though I love future trunks things get very crazy when we start dealing with time travel so I'm kind of glad they just didn't even worry about it you know but I would assume that it wouldn't have been allowed anyway you know even though they were able to bring somebody back from the dead to compete, but I don't know. (laughs) Okay. Arthur. Excellent question though, man. Excellent question. Okay. All right. With that being said, uh, it's time for the episode talk for this week. So of course, this episode of rock the dragon podcast, episode 98 is going to cover episode 98 of dragon ball. Super titled. Um, what is it titled? Ah, (laughs) the uncertainty, a universe, despairs is that right that almost seems like a typo a universe despairs yeah okay whatever uh, yeah that's right you a uni- a uni- i don't know if that's what okay never mind i'm getting distracted <laughs> okay okay so yeah we're back we're back we're you know the tournament of power is underway um I'm, i've been pretty impressed as to how they've been handling this so far it's kind of like they just kind of choose smaller specific battles to kind of focus on throughout the episodes right so one episode looks like it'll be it could be one miniature fight amongst all this stuff and then the episode the next episode could be another fight amongst all this stuff and the next episode can be several fights among all this stuff and then they bring it all together and it, you know so I'm, I'm very impressed so far and this was a really good episode i mean <laughs> i'm trying to imagine You know, having the remainder of Dragon Ball Super where every episode there's fighting in it, right? Because usually, you know, we'd have a filler episode here and a filler episode there, and everybody's chilling and kind of talking, and there's people eating sometimes and having fun, and maybe they're going to the grocery store or some shit for some reason, but there's not going to be any of that here, right? So, uh, you know, it's kind of crazy to think that, and I mean, obviously, I don't know what's going to happen, but. You know to just have every episode be action-packed for the remainder of the series pretty much that's pretty crazy to think of I mean that's pretty much what this looks like though so the episode starts off remember one guy tried to get rid of Goku but he just ended up eliminating himself like an idiot and then Goku ended up being surrounded by a bunch of universe 9 uh, people right Uh, some of those people, of course, being the trio of danger, which we are already familiar with from the Zen, from the Zeno expo. So, uh, it kind of starts off with that, right? We just kind of jump into the mix and Goku just ends up finding himself surrounded specifically by the trio of danger. And there's some conversation here between Goku and Bergamo, because remember they fought each other in the, in, in the Zeno expo. And we get we get a lot of uh, it, it. Really does help to have characters like uh, Supreme Kai and Elder Kai here because you you almost need people to be on the sidelines, giving the audience tidbits of information that they may need in order for something that's happening to make sense. Now it becomes it comes a little <laughs> it gets a little bit too much with Weiss, I think this episode, because, I mean, Weiss has always kind of been like this exposition machine, where he just, he's always kind of there to explain stuff, but, um, but it's still good, it's still good to have it, because it, and then they're just, it's kind of having, like, every every fight needs to have commentary, right? There's always gonna be people on the sideline talking about the stuff, and, Uh, You know, they kind of point out right away that it seems like Universe Nine is specifically targeting (laughs) Universe Seven. And they say it's probably because they're sore about losing those Expo matches, which would make sense. And that's just it's little details like that, that when they throw that in there, it's like, oh, yeah, you're right. They would be a little bit bitter by that. Now, where it gets a little heavy handed, maybe sort of, but it's still kind of a necessary evil, I think. Is that they're wondering why Goku hasn't powered up to blue yet, which is something that most of us would probably can, you know, think about. And I've thought about it before, too. I'm always like, well, why are you taking so long to get now? I in this situation, I understand why he's not doing it from the start. Like it's never it's always made sense here. It's always made sense that in a in a, in a fight where you don't know how many people you're going to end up having a to fight total <laughs> that you might want to reserve your energy, right? You might want to, you know, sort of save that energy. So, but just, you know, for people that are watching and maybe didn't think about that, maybe don't understand. We do get like a quick little explanation here from weis He's saying that you can't, you can't use sensu beans here. You can't use any sort of artificial, uh, you know, health regeneration or anything like that. So he wants to sort of, you know, reserve his His strength, he doesn't want to go to Super Saiyan Blue immediately that uses a bunch. It's a very powerful form, but it also kind of sucks his energy away. And so he wouldn't be able to sustain that for however many possible fights he can have here. So he wants you want to start off base Goku and then just kind of as you as necessary, power up, power back down, conserve energy, etc. Okay, I'm cool with that. So then we just kind of get some some comments from from everybody watching and, um, you know, they're just kind of talking about oh how interesting it's going to be that you know, to see if, if Goku can get himself out of the situation where he's, he's fighting a tree of danger by himself. And uh, Beerus is saying that, well, he clearly has the advantage, but that's also when he tends to get sloppy and that's actually pretty accurate like you know we tend to do that as you know he does that we do that when we if we know we're stronger than somebody that's the easiest part that's the easiest time where you can get caught off guard because you may be thinking i'm about to have fun and goku would, to- would totally be the one to do that he'd be like okay oh three against one awesome you know what i mean and then that's when he kind of drops his guard and they catch him you know with something but so it, it, they're just kind of throwing around possibilities and concerns about that uh and they're just talking smack and lavender's talking smack he's got his poison hands ready to go and then they all just kind of rush him. all right they kind of they go in and this is the part that gets it gets hard to talk about this because it's just throwing punches i mean i don't know what (laughs) what else to say about this um okay but yeah so lavender's going in with the poison right and this is where they, we go back to our sideline commentators because they kind of somebody has to say it. Right. Somebody says say something about it or it has to be internal monologue, which I'm not a big fan of on in anime. <laughs> like, cause especially when it's overdone, it becomes really kind of silly. So I just I don't mind just having additional characters there that say these things that need to be said in order for the audience to understand what's going on here. And that is that, and we talked about this earlier in the email. That Goku has developed this poison barrier, so he has this sort of little aura around him that's supposed to protect him from, uh, Lavender's poison. And he just kind of mentions that it's something that he and Gohan worked on. No, we didn't see it, but I guess it happened, <laughs> right? So they're just kind of going at it, and he's just Goku's just freaking throwing blows against against each one of them, and uh. Man, it's really nice to get these episodes where every episode is animated incredibly. <laughs> and I think just for the the sort of um, the sake of the terminal power being as important as it's supposed to be, I would like to assume that it's going to look this good the entire time. Because, you know, every now and then you'll get like two really good animated episodes, you know, and then like maybe you have one that's kind of messed up looking. It's been a while since that's really happened. But I think we've gotten to the point now to where they figured it out and it's just consistently good animation. I'm hoping. <laughs> right. OK, so we get a quick little shot of Frieza wiping some sort of nameless dude out. Um I guess was he from universe nine or i'm not sure but then we go back to the trio of danger and they're kind of they've got goku sort of trapped inside this triangle uh well they just this all just kind of spinning around and it could be pretty intimidating and as you were saying earlier in the email uh the trio of danger came ready to fight <laughs> i mean i like that they kind of i mean yeah they get their asses eliminated too but like they weren't a complete joke right because you would think that they would be with that name but they actually had a pretty good technique going on here i mean it's just unfortunately they had goku and vegeta to deal with anybody else probably would have wiped him out and uh it's called the dangerous triangle which i actually really like (laughs) and then the grand zenos say the danger triangle and the other one says my favorite triangle i was like that's that's funny that's good stuff (laughs) good stuff so we get to see vegeta in action vegeta's just like punching some dude in the gut <laughs> and then he's like oh Kakarot!" because he looks over and he sees that, that goku has himself surrounded and they're, you know at the end of the day they are a team they can't you can't afford to lose any teammate here because that just decreases your chances of winning this whole thing so you know he uh he sees Kakarot surrounded over there so he decides to go jump in the middle of it and then he and then goku says something that i don't think i knew like they could have mentioned this during the zeno expo but apparently you can't sense these universe nine fighters energy for some reason i don't know why i guess it's, i don't know <laughs> is it just universe nine thing because i mean it's not like they're androids right so i don't know if they ever really explain why that is but it's just something here to make them a little bit more of a threat i guess to sort of explain why why because you would think that goku still probably shouldn't have much trouble with these guys even three on one i mean he's goku but they're saying that you know he's they teamed up on him you can't sense their energy and he doesn't want to power up if he doesn't have to because who knows how long he's going to have to be out here fighting uh so then we get some commentary from the sidelines from the 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 kai from the universe nine uh talking about Vegeta jumping in there, and then they bring over the rest of the universe nine fighters as well, to just kind of come in and give the the trio of danger some some backup here. So that kind of leads to some, a conversation about well, now it's two against eight, which will be interesting, and not but they're saying that they should be able to handle it, right? I mean, it's Goku and Vegeta if they work as a team. It shouldn't be a problem. But then we says, well, what makes you think they're going to do that? Like, what <laughs> what about their history makes you think they're going to work together? Which I don't I mean, I could see why he would say that, but I don't know if I. Well, see, I don't know. It's it's very my history. What I think of when I think about Goku and Vegeta, I also sort of include the the movies in that. And like there were there were a good bit of those movies where they had to work together to beat somebody i guess they haven't really done it a lot in the main in the canon though um that i can think of right now i mean obviously them fusing being the like exception you know what i mean and hell in the broly movie they really had to work together uh but yeah but he but he brings up a good point because the first thing vegeta does is says screw that i'm not i'm not waiting on anything first come first serve (laughs) so he freaking rushes out uh and just then he gets cornered. He gets locked into the triangle. Goku rushes in and then it, and then it's on again. Now, I didn't even really notice this the first time I watched this, but there is, I mean, they kind of acknowledge the poison thing with Vegeta because Goku actually warns him. He says, Vegeta, you got to watch out for that one's poison. But then Vegeta just sort of generates the poison barrier. And I don't know if we're supposed to think that he was taught that by Goku and Gohan before all of this, or he just saw enough. Cause sometimes these characters can just see something and replicate it. You know, they just, they can figure it out based on, Oh, he manipulated his key in this way. So I, I don't know. I guess it's not a big deal, but, <laughs> but he, he does it too. This is very interesting character. This, this girl On universe nine that Vegeta's fighting and she's kind of like a cat sort of she's got these long claws and I don't know. She just got a very interesting design. And uh, someone mentioned earlier that most of these characters in universe nine seem to be some sort of furry type creatures. And that's that seems to be true to an extent. Now, we also do get this dragon looking dude. Which is kind of cool. Like, I mean, well, I think I mentioned this before that it's just very impressive that they would have had to go and create and do character designs for like 90 or whatever new freaking characters, <laughs> you know, like like that's very that's a lot of work. And uh, most of these guys look pretty cool, like this dragon dude looks pretty dope. Um, but of course he has, you know, there's a reason why he looks the way that he looks, you know, he's sort of like this steel dragon and uh, you know it takes a lot to kind of break through that Goku kind of lays some punches on him doesn't do anything and then we go to the sidelines and Champa <laughs> Champa is, is just yelling in support of Universe 9 and Beerus is like why do you care like you're, your people aren't even in this fight but he's saying that hey look if they wipe out Goku and Vegeta that just makes it easier for us Universe 6 to win this thing because you guys aren't going to win without them and it makes perfect sense um. yeah and th- so the universe yeah not all of the universe 9 fighters are furry I mean like there's the, and then we get to see these other these other guys there's, a, there's a, a rock monster looking dude and there's also like a some sort of demonic looking dude <laughs> I don't know what to call them because I don't know their names and shit but so they're, they're really rushing in they're rushing in they've got Vegeta kind of on the ropes here just kind of wearing him out uh, the big rock-looking dude with the spikes uh, sends out some sort of freeze blasts barrage thing, and, and and actually ends up freezing and encasing one of his hands in, in ice. Uh, they call he calls it the freezing attack. Very creative name, there. <laughs> uh, but this is where they get kind of cocky, right? They free they freeze his hand. He's got lavender on one side. He's got ice stony dude and he's got cat woman and they're all kind of Catwoman and lavender <laughs> rush vegeta and he moves out the way at the last minute and they kind of hit each other and that gives goku an opening that he was waiting on so he powers up the super saiyan level one and just hits the other people and just knocks them out dragon dude and uh green swamp uh fish dude i'm just look i'm just gonna have to make up names all right <laughs> for these so you people so you guys know what i'm talking about for these people. Uh, and yeah, and then Vegeta, you know, he goes after Catwoman and in a very impressive display, you know, he just kind of pounds her a good bit. Wow, that sounded dirtier than I meant it. Uh, he hits her. There's just no way to say this. Um, yeah, he knocks her out the ring. Okay. And so we get some commentary here from Weiss. You know, he's saying that it just was a moment that provided basically an opening for Goku to strike and they capitalized on it and that was good because he knocked out two people with that and then vegeta knocked out another and then weird demon looking dude in rock icy dude they (laughs) they're attacking vegeta and one of them shoots out this weird web at vegeta and he's like you you don't really think this sticky stuff is going to keep me down and he gets angry and he powers up the super saiyan and you know there's just just never anything more exciting than watching vegeta get mad and power up right <laughs> so we get that here and he rushes these dudes and he lands a massive punch with a big wave of energy and knocks their asses out and they just goku and Vegeta alone just took out six of universe uh nines fighters and then we didn't even see the little rabbit girl like there's a little bunny it's <laughs> like a little bunny girl <laughs> It looks like a bunny and she got knocked out too and like they didn't even show it i don't think but they it's funny because she just pops up on the sideline and it's like wait we lost six fighters she's like yeah i got knocked out too and it's just hilarious it's just it's just funny as hell i laughed out loud when i saw that now you know we go over to frieza for a minute and i wasn't sure at first if this if like this person that frieza is taunting over here is not from universe nine this is just another no, no, no. Sorry, he was. Okay, so yeah, he he eliminated himself <laughs> because he was scared of losing, but then they reminded him, hey, if we lose this thing, we all get destroyed anyway. And he's like, oh, I forgot. Oh, man. Ooh, crazy stuff. But basically, you know, that takes out you know the other, the, the only people that are left with a trio of danger at this point. So they're going at it. Goku and Vegeta are uh are just kind of just kind of fighting it up against these guys. And they decide they want to come together as a trio of danger and do some very Power Ranger coordinated type move. <laughs> well they all just kind of unleash these blasts at the same time and each one's a different color, so that forces Goku and Vegeta to retaliate. We get a sweet final flash, a sweet Kamehameha that kind of combines into one wave. And blast these three fucking dudes out the ring, and it was it was a very incredible moment. I loved it. <laughs> I loved it. It was almost like a fi- you know you know Vegeto has that attack, Final Kamehameha, you know, but they they did it s- separately instead of being fused as one. So that was awesome. I mean, no no complaints about any of that. Uh, and then what happens here is that we realize that uh, that was the last the last people from Universe Nine. All ten of their fighters are gone now. Right. So we see Zenos just going through in their little tablets and just kind of darkening every spot. And the question is that what happens now? Because we know that the universes that get eliminated from this thing get eliminated in period. (laughs) They get obliterated from existence. Right. So, you know, I I didn't know what to I I was very curious to see how this was going to play out. I didn't know if this was going to be a situation. I think I I think I assumed that they were going to wait until the tournament of power was over to obliterate all of the losing universes. If that was even going to happen. Right. Because you don't like I I don't know what happens. So for all I knew, the tournament of power was going to come to a close. Then they were going to reevaluate everybody's performances and the Grand Zenos were going to decide to not destroy any of them just because, I don't know, maybe they put up a good fight and he they proved their worth or, you know, they could have been some kind of story related way to 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 swing that around and change it so that none of the universes got destroyed. So I didn't know what was going to happen, but I definitely wasn't expecting them to just pause the entire tournament and just obliterate the universes as they are eliminated. <laughs> so I wasn't expecting that and that this is very haunting. Like I think they did a really good job of making this shit feel terrifying because we see the the Kai from Universe Nine and he's he's just like no you know and like the Zenos just kind of put their hands in the sky and they're just gone and 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 meanwhile everyone else has stopped fighting they're just kind of watching this and that's got to be pretty terrifying and then we kind of see it reverberate throughout the cosmos you know it's not just them. It's the entire universe that they are in every planet. They had every living being gone. And even Beerus, like I said this before, Jason Douglas, probably my favorite voice actor on the show. Just the way he says it. He's like, what Well, we, what happened to the rest of universe nine? Like just the way he delivered it. It's like you could tell that Beerus was even he was, you know, distraught that in a blink of a second. And this is a destroyer. God in a blink of a second, an entire universe (laughs) was wiped out, you know? So I think there's a, it's a testament to the voice acting here, the music here, everything works so well to make this moment feel very haunting and very real. And that's exactly what the fighters themselves gained from this. You know, if anyone was thinking that this shit was not serious, it just kind of proves that it is. They just wiped out the entire universe right in front of everybody else. OK, so serious stuff. So the narrator comes on and kind of reiterates some of that stuff. And, uh, you know, now they all know they know, hey, they're not these Zenos, they're not fucking around. <laughs> OK, bring your A game and win this thing or you will be wiped the hell out. And they're not going to even give you a chance to <laughs> to get no last meal. You're not going to go get to you're not going to go get to have sex one more time. You're not going to get to do nothing. As soon as it happens, your ass is getting wiped out. You and everybody else. So that's kind of disturbing. But hey, now we know what's on the line. So that about does it for the episode. So that about does it for the episode. Talk for this week, guys. So what do you think about this episode? What are you saying? Send me an email at rockthedragonpodcast@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Let me know what's up, which, uh, you know. I know episode 99 is out already. So most of you guys probably don't have much to say about episode 98 at this point, (laughs) except for you, except for the few of you that already wrote in and said something about it. But anyway, uh, yeah, I, I enjoyed this episode and I, I'm very, I'm very pumped about the remaining of this tournament. I mean, they're doing, they're off to a great start. They really are. They're, they're just finding really good ways to keep the action going while creating suspense and while telling miniature stories within this fight. And I think that that's great. (laughs) I mean, I really don't have any complaints about that. Uh, So what do you think about it? Let me know. Okay. well, uh, I'll be back very soon with episode 99. I think we do have a break here before episode 100. The episode 100, which I, I don't know if Dragon Ball Super as a show has anything special planned for episode 100. I would hope so, because it's episode 100. You know, I don't expect them to deviate from the the main story too much. I I feel like they have to stay in a tournament of power. I don't think this is one of those things where they can cut back to planet Earth and and we can hang out with Boma for an episode like I just don't see that happening. (laughs) So they're going to have to try to do something special, something awesome, something unique and keep it within the tournament of power. Or maybe they won't, because I don't remember if Dragon Ball Z did anything special on on episode 100 or not. I don't even know what. I couldn't even tell you which one was episode 100, you know, so I guess we'll, I guess we'll see. But as for the podcast, well, um, I'm probably not going to get to do as much stuff as I kind of maybe would have wanted to do. I haven't gotten a ton of suggestions. I mean, I I did get one really good suggestion. I don't think I'm going to be able to do that. I think Matt was, I think Matt wrote in about that. Um, I probably won't get to, to do that for episode 100 because i just i just don't have the time to really organize that now because i've been working on this other thing but that is still something that we can do after episode 100 uh so if you have any other suggestions now is a good time to get them in. if there's anything else you would like me to talk about on episode 100 of the podcast now is the time to let me know um and you can of course just send me an email it doesn't have to be related to dragon ball necessarily it can be something else, you know, it could be another. I mean, it's got to be something that I watch, obviously, or I've read or know something about. But I can let you know if it is or 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 if it <laughs> or if it isn't. Uh, so for right now, episode 100 is probably going to be a pretty standard episode. Unless you guys give me some more ideas, unless you send me some emails, you know, etc. But with that being said, I'm still having this major other thing that is going to be released alongside it you know maybe even one or two things we'll, we'll see how, how it turns out but we'll talk more about it in a little bit uh, as we get a little bit closer and as i figure out what the hell's going on <laughs> okay so with that being said guys i'm going to get out of here now um so until next time for rock the dragon podcast i'm tim bridgewater i'll see you next time and uh keep rocking the dragon